All right, everybody. Aaron, Tom, and Keith here from a Little Less Conversation podcast with a new offer for you. Normally, our sponsor, Craig Peterson, down at Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac, offers $50 in free gas when you purchase a vehicle from them. Could be new, used, car, truck, van, SUV, or whatever they have. If you go down there and buy a vehicle, what's the offer now, Dom? It's $100 in free gas. How do you get that, Aaron? You got to go down to Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac and purchase a vehicle. Stop down by Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Mention our podcast, a little less conversation, when you purchase a vehicle, and he's going to give you $100 in free gas. We're ready. You go good? Yep. Uh, oh, nice. Nice. That was for you, Aaron. Woo! Smell like peanut butter. That's weird because I didn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> All right, assholes. Welcome back to another episode of Little Less Conversation Podcast. Uh, Aaron, Dom, Keith with you as usual. Today, we are going to review an album that from a band that I don't think any of us had ever heard of, right? No. I never had either. Okay. This was a, suggest- a suggestion from somebody at work. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of different, kind of fun reviewing this album just because none of us had ever heard of them. Um, so I don't think any of us were able to have an actual opinion on it before we um, did this review. But the band's name is Lord Huron, and the album is Vide Noir, which means... Um, is it like black black emptiness or something like that? Something like that. It was um, Black Void. Black Void. That's, yep. Yeah. So, who wants you know, to start? Well, before we start, I just wanted to say, this was... I don't know about you guys, but I found this kind of nice going into and having no predetermined ideas or judgments on, on a band. Yeah. That is why I asked mm-hmm. the individual who gave us his album to give us give us an album suggestion. Because I just knowing him, I know that we don't listen to the same kind of music he does. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I also did take your guys' advice, and I listened to it through headphones this time. I don't know if that made a difference. Yeah, so did I. But mostly I was doing that because I, I, I didn't do this until late last night and my wife was already in bed, so. <laughs> so, okay. first I want to make it clear, Aaron. Um, 12 songs, I believe, right? 12 songs? Yep. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just want to make songs. sure we're all doing the same album. <laughs> all right. Yes. So first thing they went right all <laughs> track number one, Lost in Time and Space. Um, I thought this song was pretty relaxing, very chill. I, I thought it was a good start to an album by a band I'd never heard of, and I gave it a B plus. I thought it was all right. Okay. 
Which way? Which way are we going here? Go ahead, Aaron. Okay. So, I wrote uh, nice mellow sound. I also like the instrumental um, in the beginning and the end. I gave it a solid B. All right. I wrote, I feel like I just took some really crazy 60s drugs. I'm just not sure if I like them or not. I gave it a C minus. Ooh. <laughs> what did, like, you might have had a hard time with this album because you're kind of a hard rock guy and this wasn't hard rock at all. Well, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll keep going. I'm not going to say much right now because you're going to find out as this goes on. Um, the only the problem I had with this song in particular was this reminded me of something like you would hear from Pink Floyd. Like I think you need to be tripping in order to listen to this song. I, I can understand the the beginning of this music was very different. I, yeah, you if you said you thought this was a, a, a good start. I actually think a hundred percent the opposite. If they had buried this like in the middle of this album. I, pro- I might not have hated it as much. I thought it was a terrible start to the to the album. So song two, never ever. Um, this song rocked a little harder. It was a little bit faster. It had a good beat. It was totally different than the first song. Um, again, I was I was all right with it. I gave it a B. Okay. I wrote um. I like the bass on this track. It's more upbeat, but still a mellow sound. Vocals are good. I gave it a solid B. All right, so I I said a bit more upbeat and quote unquote normal feel to this one. I don't hate it. B minus. All right, all right, you're coming. You're coming in the right direction now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you will be surprised. All right, song number three, Agent Names, part one. Thought this was another good rock song. Uh, by this time of the album, I thought it was th- that they had a pretty decent sound, and I thought it was a good start. I gave this one a B as well. Okay. Um, what was it, Ancient Names, part one, right? Yep. yep. Okay. So I wrote different sound. I think there's a harp in the song, which is different. I kind of like it. Kind of a 50-60 sound to it. Uh, I gave it a C plus. All right. I wrote back to the 60s, but this time it's just the sound of the music. This one reminds me of maybe some Johnny Rivers type song from back then. I could listen to this kind of stuff all day. I gave it an A minus. Whoa. We lost Keith. Keith. Oh, there you are. There you are. What happened? I don't know. I had some weird beeping sound going on over here. And I, apparently I was disappeared, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, so, so you could hear what we were saying, though? Yeah, I could hear what you were saying, no problem. Yeah. So, yeah, A minus for me. All okay. right. So, so. Coming around. Track number four Ancient Names Part Two. So, listening to this song, I'm not quite sure why they made these two songs two different songs. Because they're definitely the same song. Yeah. Um, the only thing I could think, the only reason I could think of that they did this is because they cut it for radio play. But that that kind of sucks if that's why they did it. Uh, 
I gave it a B as well because, like I said, it to me it was it was just a continuation of the previous song, and even even in yeah. title, like I like in title they made it a continuation of the previous song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put the same sound as part one, same fifties and sixties sound. I gave it a C plus, which is what I gave part one also. So. I wrote that this is a definite continuation of part one. Not sure why this is two tracks. I'm confused. Sound is still good. Just a really confusing setup here. And because of the confusion, I, I downgraded it to a B. <laughs> now, the only thing when I, when I went back and listened to this after I completed the review, the only thing I can think of is it sounds like the tempo might be just a little bit quicker in part two. But that might have been my mind playing tricks on me. But that's the only thing I can I can come up with why it's any different. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was yeah. confused on that as well. I think it was pretty short, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. it only a couple minutes? Yeah, the second like one was. Or two? Yeah. Together, it had been about a seven-minute-long song. Because the first one was a little over five, yeah. just under five minutes. And the second one was right around two. Maybe, maybe they were... Um, Maybe they had signed an agreement for this album. They have 12 tracks, and they only had 11. They're like, oh. <laughs> What's their let's, just split this one. let's just stop this one with two minutes left, and then add a song. <laughs> We're really going to fuck with people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Track five, Wait by the River. Now, this I thought was a completely different song. However, I thought this one sounded a little bit like a, like a 60s song. Um. According to Amazon Prime, this is the most popular track on the album. I thought it was really good, and at this point, I'm really starting to like the band. I give this one an A. Okay. Um, I wrote Total Chill Music again. Um, a 60s vibe to it, which I like. My favorite so far, I gave it an A. And I wrote... Whoa, totally changed the vocal sound on this one, but not in a bad way. A little slow for my taste, but another throwback song. This time I feel it's more like the 50s. I gave it a B. So I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to, at this point in the album, we're, actually, we'll do this after the next song. Song six, Secret of, of Life. Um, again, a different sound. Still good. Which I like that there, when you when you put, put the CD in or you listen to this album, you're not hearing the same thing over and over again. Um, at this point, I'm wondering why I haven't heard of these guys before. I gave it an A minus. Okay, all right. Um, I wrote another throwback to the '50s and '60s. Makes me think of West Coast oldies music, similar to the Beach Boys. Not bad. I gave it a B. <laughs> I wrote, welcome to the 1970s, people. 70s. I will give this band props. They can hit the nail on the head for a variety of musical evolutionary sounds. This is just a little less of a song than the last few, but I still give it a B-. minus. So at this point in the album, okay. when I was listening to this at this point, I was like, dude, like, 
I like these guys, right? Like I, I I'd never heard of them before this. My wife had heard one song by them played on the radio. And at this point, I was like, dude, I kind of like these guys. I don't know where you guys stood at with this. Yeah, I was basically thinking the same thing. Um, I don't think I would buy their album, but if it like came on, I would, I would listen to it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of where I was sitting. Around here is when I started to get really surprised because I thought after the first song, I thought I was going to hate this album. And then the next few, few songs came on, and I'm like, all right, this is a little bit better. And, yeah, by the time we get halfway through, I'm pretty much digging this. And what really surprised, yeah. what really surprised me with this is I, the individual that gave us this, this album to do, I know what he listens to, right? He's a big Typo Negative fan, which sounds nothing like these guys. He's a big Nine Inch Nails fan, which sounds nothing like these guys. So I was a little concerned... What, what, he didn't even give me the album. He said he, he gave me Lord Huron, and he said pick a band. That's all he said, or pick an album uh, from Lord Huron. He goes, he goes, they're all good. Something crazy happening, Keith. I hear you twice. Yeah, so you're like cutting out. I think what's happening is you're hearing me, and then I'm being heard again. <laughs> Let me hang up and call you guys back. Hold on. Through the COVID. Right. Yeah. Is that bad? What happened? What? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So that'll bring us to song number seven Back from the Edge. Um, I thought this one was a little slow. It wasn't my favorite, but it's still okay. And, uh, I gave it a C. Okay. I wrote, uh, good old school sound. Reminds me of a song you would hear in a Tarantino film. I gave it a solid B. I said, this one just doesn't quite do it for me. I think I'll just back away from the edge. I gave it a C minus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A little slow, I did. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt too. Song number eight. The Balancer's Eye. I said, "All right, this one's a little faster." I like the guitar work in this song. Uh, I also like the distortion that's behind it. Not as good as our best stuff, but still pretty good. I gave it a B minus. Okay. Um, I wrote not bad, not my favorite, but not terrible. I think I hear a synthesizer in this song, which is always cool. So I gave it a C. <laughs> At this point, I I can't believe that we're this close on this on this album. All three of them. I don't know, this must be the attempt at the 80s. False bit short, but not a horrible song. Ben Schneider's vocals are so smooth that it seems to make up for some of the shortfalls in sound and radio. I give it a C plus. Hey, I think we're gonna have to I think we're gonna have to all hang up and redial because I'm getting feedback. Yeah, I hear that. Okay, so we're gonna hang up and you're gonna call us back? Yeah, that'll work. 
Okay. All right. All right. All right. I think we're I think we're good again. Okay. All right. Where where are we at? I think Aaron, I think you have to give your review of the balancer's eye, track number eight. No, yep. I did I think I did it already. Oh no, no. I was last, so yeah. Song number nine. Okay. Song number nine. When the night is over. I said this song was okay. It's probably the worst one on the album so far. I gave it a C minus. Wasn't really a big fan of this one. Okay. Interesting. Um, I wrote a little too slow for me, uh, but same old school sound as most of their other stuff. I gave it a C. All right. I might just ruin this album for Aaron right here. <laughs> and I literally... When this song came on, I, I thought to myself, I said, it just dawned on me who the lead singer sounds like. A very young Bob Dylan comes through in this in his tone, and I mean that in a good way. I bet Aaron is hating this album right now. <laughs> this song is solid, but nothing special compared to others on the album, so I give it a straight C. Wow. Damn. Wow. Yeah. I, I think the whole album, I've been trying to fix place what... Whose voice that sounded like? And it sounds like a really young Bob Dylan, only if he was electric at the time. All right. Hmm. I'll have to re-listen to it and see if I agree with you on that. I think it's funny that we're all kind of in the same ballpark, it seems like, on most of these songs. Yeah. It's that that never happens. No. I... Like All right, I, said, Keith. I didn't expect that to happen with an album that we've never heard before either. That none of us have ever no, heard. No, yeah. yeah. So track 10, Moonbeam. I like the instrumental to open this one up. Thought the music and vocals went well together on this one. Might be my favorite song on the album so far. I gave it an A. Okay. I wrote a uh, nice medium paced beat. Real chill sound. I could see myself listening to this album while chilling with friends uh, over a bonfire, having some drinks, I gave it a solid B. And I wrote, I like this song, just because it's different sounds than the last few. A little more up-tempo and kind of a toe-tapper. I gave it a B. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so strange. song number 11, the title track, Vidi Noir. I thought this was a good song. By this point in the album, I realize this band's got some real talent. Ben Schneider, the lead singer and writer, has some talent for writing songs. He's a pretty decent lyricist. It's a good title track. I gave it an A again. Um, okay. Well, now we're going to disagree a little bit on this one. I just wrote, um, I, like the beat, I like the beat a little bit, but it's very repetitive. I gave it a C. All right, I, I wrote, love the intro to this song. Vocals are spot on. And musically, this is one of the better outings on the album. I give it an A-. minus, But I also wonder if Aaron liked the black and white video. Um, 
I don't remember the video. The only song that had a video. Was it, oh, yeah, was it like an old movie or something? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. I think they had a couple videos on on the one that I watched. On YouTube, it was the only one that on, that came up with an actual. This is because that was their actual video for the song. Okay. Yeah, I saw. I think it depends on which one you click on because I think I saw more than one video. But they were. I think I saw two, two videos. But they were like the same old style black and white movie type thing. Hmm. So, was it? Um, was it? I did see two videos for sure because one of them was like Bonnie and Clyde. No, this one definitely was not Bonnie and Clyde. Okay, and it's, yeah, the chick was like shooting out of the car, this old school look, this blonde haired chick. Yeah, not that at all. And then the other one was like she was working in a department store. Yeah. And yep. the mannequins were like coming to life, right? <laughs> and then she turned into a mannequin at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so the twelfth and final song, Emerald Star. I was curious on this one because they refer to the term Emerald Star in two, in at least two previous songs. And did you hear how they released this album? Did you do any re- research at this at this at all? No, a, a little bit. I just know how the band got started. So they released this album. On March 30th, 2018, and seven songs from the album were made available to stream at, at specific geolocations in the, across the United States, Canada, UK, and Australia. You'd use the website followtheadmiralstar.com and on a mobile device, go to these different places, which included national parks, hikes, beaches, and even a volcano. And when you were there, you could listen to one song. Which I hey, thought, everybody, go to this volcano and listen to our song, <laughs> and then it erupts and kills everybody. But, but I think it's a pretty brilliant way to do it, to do this to introduce your music. Like you would have had to have known who they were before this. Well, yeah, it it really fits. Like uh, if you look uh, look at how they're described as a musically, they're considered indie rock, and that's something that, yeah. that an indie rock fan would do for sure. Yeah, yeah, I. I thought the song itself was pretty good. I thought it was, it was a pretty good ending to the album. Um, it ended with a chill song, which is kind of how I thought it started. I gave it a B plus. Okay. Um, I wrote a slower song, same sound as most. Not my favorite, but not bad. I gave it a C. And I'm right there with Aaron. I wrote yet another sound style from these guys. Not a huge fan of this. Kind of reminded me of a Peter, Paul, and Mary feel, but then I wasn't a big fan of them either. So, um, so it's still not the worst song on the album, so I gave it a C. All right. So we made it through an album with, I think we all basically. I, I don't think any of us were, were over like a full grade different. Yeah. Not only that, I don't think anybody gave them a, a worse grade than a C minus. No, I didn't. Nope. Which it might be the no first. D's, no F's. That has never happened. I don't think it's ever yeah. happened. Because even I think in the Appetite for Destruction oh. album, I think I gave somebody a D. Yeah, I think you did too. Because <laughs> so, I think we almost came to blow. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you got, did you guys do any research on any, on this album at all? As far as like where 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 it charted and anything like that? Because this album charted. No. I, I yeah, it did. Pretty high. And it was. It was what number nine or something like that. Number nine on the, on the top, top two hundred. And number two That's on the crazy. rock and alternative charts. Yeah. Well, how the hell have we never heard of them? I don't know. That's a good question. I, Maybe we're not the music snobs we think we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are. Here, here's the thing, though. If I heard, if like what he said, we're going to listen to this band, Lord Huron. What's the first thing that pops in your mind when you hear that name? Lord. I, no, I'm, I'm thinking this is like death metal or something. A little bit, yes. And then, like, I, this name does not fit this band at all. And what's funny is, knowing the guy who suggested this band, that's exactly what I expected it to be. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't really know what he listened to, so I just thought it was going to be like... I kind of thought it would maybe be something similar to this, but not... This good? More of like, um, God, how do I explain it? I I thought it was going to be more of like a Jack Johnson or, I don't know, something like that. That's just kind of what I thought he would listen to. But this has more of the, that old that old sound, which I wasn't expecting. Nor was I at all. Yeah. So, do we want to do our final reviews? Yeah. 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 Um. I'm gonna be honest. I was surprised at how good this was. Uh, I again, I didn't know that it charted, charted as high as it did. I've never heard of these guys before, but I will say this: this is their latest release. And after listening to this album, I am gonna go back and listen to some of their older stuff to see if it's the same. I, I'm not gonna lie; I might be a fan of this band. They're they're a little bit folkish, but I'm but I'm a fan of that. Overall, I would give this album a B. Okay. Now, did did you hear Keith? Well, Aaron's looking at his notes. Did you hear that uh, this is actually considered a uh, read that it's a kind of a big change from their previous stuff? Though, yes, that's why I want to go back and listen to their older stuff. See what that's like. Yeah, I, I, I'd be I'd be curious to see what what the previous stuff was. Okay. So I wrote all in all, this band is different from anyone else today that I've heard. Um, if you're a fan of oldies, 50s, 60s, you'll probably like these guys. The music is pretty chill and has a bit of a darker sound to it. Not a band that I would listen to often, but I feel it could have a place in my playlist. All in all, I give this album a B. If they had more tracks with a more light, happier sound, I would like them a bit more. So, you want, right. so hold on. So, so Aaron wants them to be Barney is what he's saying. Barney. No, not, not Barney. I love not you. Not Barney. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. Some no. of it just some of it just sounded like um, I don't know, just a little bit darker sound. Like I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, that might be why I like them. <laughs> so, so I wrote. Well, I would doubtfully have ever listened to a song from Lord Huron if I was not doing this album review. That would have been a shame because I would have missed out on some pretty good music. Overall, I would listen to most of these songs again, and while they might not make my regular playlist, 
I will tune them in from time to time when I'm feeling a need for nostalgia with just a little edge. Lord Huron is described as any rock and alternative, but I would classify them as a true throwback to a time when rock was much simpler and more pure, and that's a good thing. I gave them a B plus. Yeah, wow, you gave them the highest grade. That yeah. will blow your mind. Yeah, it does. <laughs> a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, but you know that it, Aaron was spot on when he said it, it reminds me of the fifties and sixties, and I'm a huge fan of the fifties and sixties music. So, yeah, yeah. So you gave it a B plus. I gave it a B. Keith, what'd you give it? B. B. Damn. Yeah. So that is definitely the closest we've ever been on a final album. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's going to bring me to the closing. People, we love doing these album reviews because they're fun for us. Um, if you're listening and you have an, if you have an album you want us to review, email it to us at alillestconversationpodcast at gmail.com or put it right on our Facebook page for everybody to know at A Little Less Conversation. You can find us at A Little Less Conversation Podcast on Facebook. Seriously, hit us up because we love doing these and we will absolutely do the album review if you suggest it. Uh, I want to thank the Pull Tops for the music. Uh, you, you can find them at thepulltops.com. You can also hear them at the beginning and the end of all of our podcasts. Yeah, I had a hair in my mouth when I was doing that. Um, but I got, guess it wasn't yours. No. <laughs> was it curly? Was it curly? Maybe. Um, but seriously, take a listen to the Pull Tops people. They got some good music out there. You can also, uh, if you're looking to buy a car, go see our sponsor, Craig Peterson, down at Summit Automotive. Seriously, people, this guy just wants to give away $100 to everybody who buys a car. You just have to mention that you listen to our podcast. Uh, you tell him that. He gives I got you a great idea. You should go buy a car from Craig, and then you can listen to the pull chops on your way home. That's a good idea. There you go. Hey, yeah. And you know what? I'll, I'll, we'll make the deal even sweeter. If we find out that you bought a car from Craig and you're a fan of our show... Facebook us a picture of you getting your buying your car from someone automotive, and, and I'll send you a hat. Because we got hats. I'll give you a hat if you guys buy if you guys buy a car from Craig. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean, make sure you rate and review us. We prefer good reviews. Uh, until next week, happy holidays, bitches.
It is what it is.